something a little, oh, I don't know, different. That new intro music is groovy, isn't it? I'm your host, Shania Belcher, and this is Shania's Audio Diary, a podcast where I take you on the journey with me for us to embrace, you know, our personal growth with some open conversations and life experiences at a sprinkle of relationship topics in there, and I occasionally bring my loved ones on here to share their stories as well. If you're a new diary listener, welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today. And hello to my lovely returning listeners. I know it's been some time since our last episode, and I promise I can explain when I will. But first things first, I need you to head over to Instagram right now and follow the podcast on Instagram at Shania's Audio Diary. I know I made a new one, okay? I deleted the first one because two Instagrams were weird to manage for me at the time, but I, I made another one because she needs her own she needs her own instagram she needs her own platform you can get any and every update on the podcast on instagram don't worry i'll give you a couple seconds to go follow the account let me know when you're ready and if you enjoy listening to my rants my self-reflections my various heart-to-heart conversations honey go ahead and subscribe to your favorite your favorite podcast platform and take an extra minute to leave a review of the podcast on there as well. And without further ado, let's get into this episode. So about two weeks ago, I was having a bad day at work and I was not performing well that day. I I actually had a pretty special, oh my gosh, I can't talk, a pretty special, oh my gosh, a pretty stressful week, wow, because I started to observe that I wasn't happy at my job, Um, it's not what I want to do with my life, and we'll touch on that in a little bit, but I remember like that day specifically was rough from the pressures of simply training for that job, and I was extremely overwhelmed, and I... I was literally going home and having dreams about completing modules on the computer at work. I was barely sleeping. There was like no balance between life and work. Um, Literally making time for my girlfriends throughout the week because they keep me sane. And my manager, who was incredible, by the way, best manager I've ever had, um, he asked me what was going on. And I just I just started to cry. And gosh, I cry when I'm mad. So like, I opened up about how hard I was being on myself. And um, just to give you some more clarity, like I work for an investment firm as a branch office administrator. And at the office that I'm a part of, the clientele was growing so fast. Um, There's some day-to-day tasks that are like absolutely nerve-wracking to do if you don't know what you're doing, because you're dealing with people's money. And on top of an imperative and time-sensitive six-month training that I did not have enough time for, I, I was completely training myself in a field that I've never received prior knowledge for, which isn't supposed to be the ideal situation for a trainee in my position. I remember praying to God and just asking him like, what this position was supposed to teach me because I wasn't learning anything. Um, and y'all know I gave a theme for this year and I named it Progression. And I just felt... Like maybe for a second, I was not advancing on any of my skills, any of my talents. I, I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm not, I'm not growing. Like learning the finance stuff is cool, but how is this position going to make me better? Um, 
My bank account looks better though. <laughs> That's what looks better. I also wasn't speaking up about how I was having trouble managing responsibilities. And my life began to revolve around this job and I was not happy about it. Um, but once I dug down deeper, I realized where the dissatisfaction came from. Let's have a heart to heart. So towards the eve of my college graduation, back in August of 2021, I had no idea what post-grad life would look like. I had recently moved back into my mother's house, which was not a part of my plan. I didn't have a radio host position lined up, which was not a part of my plan. And I really think my world came to like a very slow stop after losing someone special and I was still processing. Just want to give a noteworthy mention. I did not give myself enough grace for that. I, I had my moments, but I didn't give myself the space to just be. I was constantly trying to like move around and be on the go, trying to run away from the reality. Because when I did find the time, I focused on everything I could have and I should have did and should have said when he was alive and how I was going to correct that moving forward. Um, I focused on making sure that I'm moving forward in a healthy way and making sure that I didn't stop my life. And that was a direction that I absolutely know I needed and I could not afford to do otherwise. And because of these things, I really think God made me sit still for a few months. I was unemployed. I was burnt out and I was unmotivated. Um, and so when I did get back on my feet, I felt like, you know, okay, maybe I can come out this thing swinging. And I think I did to a certain extent, just not with the right mindset. I also want to add that I really had to let God comfort me through that time. And I'm so glad he did. I decided that I needed to act fast and get a job uh, that I can at least stack my coins with until I get a position in my field. Which, by the way, I studied electronic media in college and so I would love to go in the media industry. But I never stopped and asked myself why I couldn't go for a position in my field at that time. I have a comprehensive background in administrative work and in my mind, I needed, excuse me, I needed something that wouldn't get in the way of the podcast or my position in the church. So I searched for administrative positions, which, um, which had a pay rate that I felt was based upon my work at the time. And I prayed to God that he would give me something. Um, so I have like a concept map on my career aspirations on Canva and maybe, you know, it was like maybe taking this job was a baby step because at least in an office environment, I feel like I could practice my communication, people, relationship building skills and so on and so forth. And I could do administrative work in my sleep. I think I applied to about 50 different positions Majority of those I was overqualified for, and I became desperate. I think about around application 10, I started settling. I think I just, I started sending in applications wherever I could, barely reading, because then I couldn't say that I wasn't trying to find a job. I was trying to find a job. And the only companies that responded in some way were not manageable for me. So I prayed and I asked God for a full-time administrative position with a specific pay rate that I felt would suit my needs and I would just let God take care of the rest. Funny enough, the job that I have now fell into my lap and 
I just knew that it was God's doing. I became the branch office administrator um, on Valentine's Day, full time with benefits, technically my first big girl job. And I get to wear my cute office clothes to work every day. But, uh, and you know, this may not mean anything to you, but I was also really proud to work in the only African-American-led office in the region in a predominantly white city. Um, it's just that the job began to overwhelm me really early on. It's a lot of information thrown at you at once with an extensive six-month training period. And on top of that, I had, you know, I came in at a really inconvenient time. My boss relied on me to keep up the pace all while I was training myself at the same time. Um, just, to get you, just to give you some context, there's like the virtual learning, there's the online modules, and then there's hands-on training from the financial advisor. And then there's a component where I feel like I missed out on, which is the mentorship part. It's where you're assigned a mentor. And the mentor is supposed to shadow you at the branch that you're assigned to for a couple of business days like out of the week. And you're supposed to shadow the mentor as a trainee at their branch for some business days out of the week. I literally have only talked to my mentor like three times. And I became unhappy because it's like, it's so overwhelming to put all this effort and energy into training yourself for a job that you are not even passionate in. Um, I also could not manage my time outside of work because I calculated and I was spending, I'm spending, sorry, I'm spending currently 12 hours out of a freaking 24 hour period to either prepare for work, be at work or prepare for work the next day. I'm supposed to be in the bed right now and I'm recording this and to spend that much time over a job, like I said, that I'm not passionate in, especially as a postgraduate, that is fucking torture. Excuse my language. I literally started having dreams at night about completing a module on the computer. Like who does that? I was actively participating in like revenge bedtime procrastination, which is identified as the decision to delay sleep in, in response to stress or a lack of free time earlier in the day. I literally have not touched this podcast since I started working. Um, I wrote down some ideas when my boss wasn't looking though, but I began to question whether like I had made the right decision. And I don't know if you've ever had something wrestle with your spirit before, but like it's on your mind, it's on your heart and it won't leave you alone. And one day my performance at work was considered to be lagging according to my boss because he's seen me put in a hundred percent. And so anything less than that was, it's considered lagging in the workplace. And I, I went for a work, I went for a work, I went for a walk to the mailbox and, and I was just praying and talking to God. And I told him I was overwhelmed. Um, I told him I'm feeling like, I'm tired of feeling like I'm just getting by and I'm just passing time. And even if it was for a paycheck, I didn't want, I don't want to live my life that way. And I also understand that I heavily participated in acting based off of emotion. My boss made this quote one time and it has stuck with me ever since. It was like when you, he said that when you act out of emotion, you either hurt yourself or you hurt someone else. And I told God, I don't want to act out of emotion. I, I want what you want. I want what you have for me. And the Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. And I told God that if he wants me to stay at this job, I will stay and to give me a sign. But if you want me to leave, I will leave. And also to give me a sign. Child, let me tell you. I walked back into the office and 10 minutes later, literally 10 minutes later, my boss received an offer to take over another branch of shirts. The offer was promising for him. Like he accepted a position. He has moved into the new office and he started setting up shop there and things have changed. Like things changed the next two days. It's a very interesting situation too. Um, I couldn't go to the new office with him because the administrators, they stay put to the branch that they're assigned to, even if the financial advisors move around. Um, you know, clients are all moving around and my access to most things on the system are limited, minus my training. And within two months, my work environment has completely changed. It's, it's completely different. Um, not to mention the new financial advisor, he won't be in the office until next month. And that's at least. So <laughs> it's, it's very unique. Um, so, you know, within the last week, I've, I've been praying to God and asking what my next move is. And I think I've gotten all the confirmation that I've needed up to, to, up to today. But all of a sudden, like, I have all this downtime to work on my podcast and apply to local radio stations and update my resume, my demo reels, and find some outfits for my birthday, which is coming up next month during Memorial Day weekend, if I might add. And... You know, these two pa like these past two weeks were an eye opener because it made me think about how many of us like subject to our own plans that we try to squeeze God in. And sometimes when things don't go as planned, we're quick to blame God. Instead of looking back and there's a hair in my eye. Instead of looking back and asking ourselves if we ever, you know, for one second maybe asked God what his plan was in the first place or how many of us are in situations that are entirely were entirely our doing that we are claiming as God's doing you know God never told me to get an administrative job I prayed for that job and he just gave me what I asked for and now I'm sitting at a job that I'm unhappy with for a paycheck that's honestly not aligned with my goals at all and it's honestly unsettling for me just because money's not the goal for me. It never was. I've always been blessed. God's always taken care of me. But my future, my career, my life aspirations have never been about making the most money, but have always been about doing what I love. And this is what I love. This podcast is what I love. I, I love talking about life and gaining wisdom and being a student and connecting with people and encouraging and loving people. And like, that's what I love, which is why I want to be a talk show host. Not only because I look good doing it, but because I know God put gifts in me that can get me there. The passions and desires that I have that I feel so deeply for, like God put them there. My youth pastor, he's always told us that, um, God always God wants us to have the desires of our heart. And I believe that to be true because why else would it be there? And the gifts and the dreams that he's put there are unique to every individual. Like my sister Erica and I, we don't have the same dreams. 
There's a reason for that. Now, our goals align in ways, as well as our characteristics, our mannerisms, and much more, but God has a different purpose for her. God has a different purpose for my cousin Bree. Our goals align in many ways, but our journeys are still different and unique to each of us individually. That means that, you know, we can relate to one another, we can connect, but our paths are still going to go different ways. They're not going to fully know what it's like in my shoes and I am theirs. I know that we'll walk beside each other though. My youth pastor, he taught us this analogy one time about how following God is like using directions on a GPS. If Siri, to my phone, <clears throat> tells you to turn right and you decide to go left and keep going straight, she, or he, if you use a male voice, will reroute and continue to reroute until you go the opposite way. You may turn left at the next light to do a turnaround or hit a U-turn, but eventually you'll be in the right direction again. He also taught us to try God. Not try him, like play with him if you want to, but he'll reveal, him, he'll reveal himself to you. This was around the time when I still had some like skepticism about tithing to the church. I mean, I had nothing to give to him, no way. Um, but <laughs> I, I was broke. But it really was for my own curiosity, you know, but you get the picture. Anyways, he encouraged us to try tithing once and just see how God shows up. And I think that same principle applies to trusting him and his plans. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs is my favorite book, by the way says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Even though I don't have that new job yet, I'm still in the middle of trusting him and I'll let you know what happens, of course, but I said all that to say, just like learn where God plans to take you. You might just find that you want the same things as him and don't ignore your gut feelings they're there for a reason the last paragraph i hope you all will enjoy some family time this easter weekend my mom and i are going home for easter to leesville louisiana and baby i got me a hotel do y'all ever like get excited because you know you're about to sleep good like i can feel it in my bones I'm excited to see my grandpa. He's making us some red beans and rice. And my aunt's talking about us doing a crawfish boil. My mom making her chicken wings. Like, bro, I am ready to eat, dog. Like, I went to the crawfish festival with my girls last month sometime. And I didn't get any crawfish. I just got fair food. I didn't go to Taste of New Orleans this year. So I was just like, you know what, bump it. Like, I'll wait till I go home. So my family better come through okay I also hopefully get to see my family on my biological mom's side too because I think they're going to Abbeville this weekend and my aunt Nessie was talking about making some crawfish etouffee Whew, I gotta see if my sister Ebony's gonna go still but anyway I'm excited Ooh, and I want some shrimp I, I really want some shrimp I'm also patting myself on the back for planning my birthday almost two months in advance <laughs> And making an itinerary because we love a plan, honey. 
I'm honestly thinking about doing like a pink thing, like where I wear pink on weekend, because y'all know it's my favorite color. Am I being extra? Good. Y'all know that's my middle name. But anyways, I'm going to go watch some more Loving Single, so, and I, I shouldn't even do that. I should be going to bed, but thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll catch up with you guys on the next one. Bye, my loves.